Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of May. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. In news on the economy first, India's gross foreign direct investment flows declined on an annual basis in the financial year ending March 2023 for the first time in a decade to $71 billion and that's mainly due to a slowdown in the global economy according to data released by the Reserve Bank of India. The annual decline works out to be 16.3%. The previous contraction in FDI flows was in FY13. In the aviation space, the suspended board of GoFirst, led by Varun Berry, has filed a caveat petition against four lessers before the Supreme Court. A caveat essentially ensures that the party filing it is heard when an appeal is heard by the court. Just to give you context, on Monday, the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal dismissed the appeal by GoFirst's lessers against the airline's admission to insolvency. As a result, of the NCLAT's order, the moratorium imposed by the tribunal is now in operation, because of which the lessers cannot take possession of their aircraft. The admission into the NCLT is expected to be challenged in the Supreme Court, and that's prompted the caveat petitions against the lenders. Meanwhile, Aviation regulator DGCA will conduct an audit of GoFirst's preparedness before approving resumption of flights, according to a communication. That's a report by the Economic Times. Remember, the airline stopped flying from the 3rd of May. Also in the aviation space, SpiceJet's preferential share issue to aircraft lessers may be at nearly twice its current valuation after the Securities and Exchange Board of India indicated that it will not require independent valuation. The regulator in an informal guidance to the airline said that the decision to issue preferential shares to the lessers as a means for fulfilling its rental obligations would amount to issuing preferential shares in lieu of cash. Now, Life Insurance Corporation of India's standalone profit surged and its premium income rose in the fourth quarter over the last year. The state-owned insurer's standalone profit after tax jumped as much as 4.7 times to 13,428 crore rupees, and uh, that's according to an exchange filing. The net premium of the company declined 8% year-on-year to 1.3 lakh crore rupees. Now, in international news, the minutes of the last meeting of the US Fed is out, and officials generally agreed that the need for further interest increases had become less certain, with several saying that the quarter percentage hike that they approved might be the last. But there was division about the path ahead. With Fed staff continuing to project a mild recession later this year, some policymakers saw evidence that the past year's tightening was beginning to have its intended impact, with almost all participants seeing risks to economic growth due to a tightening of bank credit after a string of bank failures. Still, almost all of them saw the upside risks to inflation, and many participants focused on the need to retain optionality to either hold the rates steady or in increase them. Some saw the need for further rate hikes as likely. All of that is based on a Bloomberg report. In international markets, US stocks declined once again as the uncertainty about the raising of the debt ceiling persists. The Dow and the S&P 500 declined nearly three quarters of a percent, while the Nasdaq dropped 0.6%. In the Asia-Pacific region, the Nikkei 225 was higher, while the other two early risers were trading lower. 
last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, once again, the global queues are not the best. We saw some small declines in trade yesterday. Is that on the cards today as well? Well, actually, Alex, um, you might well see the converse because the global, the futures, Nasdaq futures have have rallied quite significantly after NVIDIA forecast was much above estimates uh, and it's turned the sentiment and you might well see the tech sector helping our markets in the session today because of the Nasdaq up move. We don't particularly have chip makers listed otherwise even that space would have been in focus i still believe that uh, things will not be as tough as the u.s markets yesterday would make it out to be nifty uh, has supported 18,200 to 250 zone so that's to be kept in mind resistance at about 350 400 so very narrow bands but do watch out for tech in particular in today's session in fact even private banks might be in focus after hdfc banks uh, uh, analyst meet so that is to be watched out for uh, metal stocks will likely stay muted on an underwhelming china recovery despite the fact that selectively some of them are posting good results so in today's session nalco for example uh, the numbers that they've come out with are much above what the bloomberg estimates were revenue front ebitda margins are much better and therefore net profits substantially higher margins are at 20.88 versus estimated 14 percent and net profit while down 51 percent at 495 crores is much above the estimated 182 crores i would reckon that nalco could have a have a decent outing today no such luck for oil india though the numbers are muted net profit is down 21 percent but the notes that i read seem to suggest that because the stock is available at an eight percent dividend yield it's actually a name that people might not mind holding. So that is to be kept in mind. Then I look at some good numbers and then look at some bad numbers. Uh, so Aptech blowout numbers, 175% uptick in revenues, EBITDA margins at 19% versus 15% uh, has approved a bonus issue. I would suspect this could well turn out to be the stock of the day. Prudent Corporate Advisory Services, uh, good numbers, revenues up 36%, margins expand to 33 versus 26, net profit up 81%. Strong show could do well. Venus pipes and tubes, revenues up 60%, EBITDA margin at 12, uh, constant at 12%, and therefore net profit up 66% could do well. Tamil Nadu newsprint, while revenues were flattish, margins expanded to 19% versus 8%, net profit up 358%. Just goes to show what some of these newsprint paper companies are doing. Actually, most of them have had good numbers, so that could do well. And ZF commercial vehicle control systems. Revenues up 24%, margins at 14.7 versus 11.3, and therefore net profit up 78%. Strong showing there. What didn't do well, Rupa and company, big miss, revenues down 8%, a bit of margin crack from 16% to 6%, and therefore net profit down 61%. Very weak set of numbers. Trident, slightly weakish numbers as well, and Borosil Renewables, a really bad quarter, and you will certainly see the stock cracking today. The question is, can some of these companies pick up AFY24? For now, though, we'll see a bit of a corrective move. Adani Ports has announced that it'll make a long-term investment of $10 billion in Vietnam, including $3 billion in ports and wind and solar power projects. And therefore, that stock too uh, could be in focus. But all in all, don't expect the markets to have the kind of reaction that the US markets had. If anything, the Nifty, the Nasdaq futures could actually help the market sentiment a little bit. All thanks to NVIDIA. Now, with that, Alex, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 